Hello, hello. We are switching things up a little bit on the podcast for the month of February. I'm calling it our back to basics. And why am I calling it this? Because (laughs) we, a few months ago, we switched over our podcast to a new platform. And somehow in the transition, we lost our first seven podcast episodes. They're nowhere to be found. And I don't know where they went. I don't know what happened. So what we're going to do is we picked our favorite four episodes from the very beginning of the podcast, the very start, the basics, right? What is intuitive eating? Um, What if I'm desperate for weight loss? All these things that are coming out the month of February, we are going to re-air them and make sure that they find a home again on the podcast for the month of February. So if you are new here, you will get some back to basics episodes. And if you're not new here and you've already listened to them, I think you will still find so much value in going back. It's probably likely that it's been a while since you've listened to those episodes since it's been two plus years since they aired. So I hope that you can enjoy this month of February going back to the basics and really connecting, um, connecting with your body, connecting um, with with your ability to listen to the needs of your own body. And I hope these episodes really help you do that. So I'm excited for you to listen. Um, Because we're going to be re-airing these, I'm just going to share a couple opportunities um, if you would like to receive some support in your health, wellness, weight loss pursuits, and you're struggling staying consistent, you're struggling with your relationship with food, you would consider yourself a yo-yo dieter or um, an emotional eater, or you are just really frustrated that you're not consistent with your habits and you're not showing up in the way that you want to, I want to give you an opportunity to work with me um, and potentially several other women in your shoes. So I have a couple opportunities I want to share with you and you can reach out if you have questions um, or anything like that on email or Instagram or anything there. But we first have, if you are looking to join a community of women who are working together on being consistent with their goals, showing up for their their vision and who they want to become as a woman of wellness, making peace with food, making peace with their bodies, setting goals, creating habits that they're sticking with, and doing it with ongoing coaching from me as your coach in a group setting, we have our Women's Wellness Academy coaching membership program. This is a coaching membership program for the woman who wants support in her goals. She wants to really find find and live that vision of the woman of wellness that she wants to become and be consistent with her and stop binging and restricting and stop the all or nothing and stop the perfection and all of the above. So if you'd like to join us, we've got some amazing coaching calls coming in the month of February and beyond. If you would like to join us or if you have questions about it, you can go to awomanofwellness.com forward slash academy 
or you can look in the show notes. And then the second opportunity you have is if you are looking for someone to work one-on-one with. So similar goals, similar things. If you struggle with all of those things that I shared, relationship with food, your body, dieting, um, inconsistency with goals, lack of weight loss results or results that you want to have and you want to work with one-on-one with a coach, I currently have two open spots for one-on-one coaching um, for quarter one. So if that's of interest to you, you can also learn more at awomanofwellness.com forward slash coaching. And if that's something that interests you, we can hop on a call and talk about your goals and create um, what it, what coaching would look like for you and, and make that decision if it's the best fit for you. So anyway, thank you for letting me share those things. I always feel like I want you to know that you have the support that you need. You know that every Tuesday the podcast is released and that's um, free support for you. And then if you want to go deeper, we have those options as well. So thank you so much for being here. If you've been here since day one, thank you for being here. If this is your first episode, thank you for being here or anywhere in between. I'm so grateful for you. I'm so grateful that I get to um, be part of your journey. And I'm, I'm appreciative when you share um, your thoughts and you ask questions. And um, I'm here. I'm here to support you in, in that journey to becoming the woman of wellness. So thank you for being here today. And I am really excited for these February special back to the basics episodes. And then we'll be back to our normal quote programming in March. Hello and happy January. I think it's safe to say that we're probably all on the same page that We're ready for a new year and hopefully a different year than we had last year. Um, And today I want to talk a little bit about weight loss and New Year's resolutions and the pull to find that next diet program. This is the year, this is the year I'm going to lose weight. Um, All of those feelings that might be coming up, whether or not you're a New Year's resolution person or not, I think at the beginning of a new year, we all kind of contemplate where we're at, how the last year looked, what we want this next year to look like. And so we're all just kind of in this mode. And I really want to talk a little bit about weight loss and dieting. And if those are your goals, or if you're trying to change your physical body in some way, um, or towards health, then this is the episode for you because we're going to be talking a little bit about what it looks like to help support your body through change and in a different way than you've probably done before. Welcome to the Woman of Wellness podcast, a show for the woman who wants to make peace with food, love her body, and find joy in exercise and movement. I'm Elizabeth, exercise physiologist and women's nutrition and wellness coach here to spread the message that it is absolutely possible for you to enjoy food, exercise, and your body without guilt, shame, or regret. To the woman who is fed up with dieting, feels trapped in a body she wishes she could love, or who lets food and fitness rules overtake her life, it's time to put a hard stop on diet culture and discover wellness within. My friend, you are already a woman of wellness. Your worth is more than a number on the scale. You are worthy of showing up in love for your body today and every day. On this podcast, I want you to show up as yourself, 
beautifully imperfect and gain confidence to accomplish anything you set your mind to. I believe that every woman has the gift of knowing what her body truly wants and needs within herself, and I'm here to help you discover it. Join me each week for conversations about food, fitness, weight loss, and wellness to help you achieve your goals and love taking care of your unique body. It's a lie that wellness has to be hard, painful, and downright miserable, and I'm ready to link arms with you and experience the joy of wellness together. So I want to first take a minute to play out the scenario of what a typical January might look like when we think about weight loss, because it's really important to identify what that looks like in the past, what that has looked like in the past, so that we can make educated and um, successful decisions moving forward. So let's just say it's January 1st, we have this desire to lose weight, and this is my year, I'm ready to do this. So we find the next diet program or meal plan or something that's saying, okay, you'll lose weight in X amount of days or whatever. And there's not anything inherently wrong with any of these programs necessarily. Some are, have very good intentions. Some have very successful outcomes. Um, but what happens is we get on this diet plan and we do pretty good, right? Um, typically, we follow the plan, we follow the rules, we start to see some change. It feels good. Our body is changing we're ready for this. We can do this. It, it kind of, we, we hold on to willpower. We ride this, what I call motivation wave where we're excited about it. We're seeing some results. It's working out great. And yeah, this is working. But then something usually happens. Something in your life usually happens. It gets hard to maintain. It's hard to eat the same foods over and over again. Maybe you get busy. Maybe something big happens in your life that it brings on a stress or you just have day-to-day stress or you're just sick of eating the same things like something happens in your life and what typically happens you usually go completely off the diet and go the opposite way eat everything that wasn't on the diet just go crazy and spiral out of control and be frustrated and be like okay I'll get back on it eventually but not right now And then we gain the weight back over time. Sometimes it's quick, sometimes it's slower and we're frustrated again and we go back into this, I gotta lose weight, I gotta lose weight, I'm gonna go back on the diet. Well, why don't these diets work? It's frustrating, right? Because a lot of them have good philosophies, good principles of, you know, eating your fruits and your vegetables and some meats. And I mean, there's lots of good um, aspects of diets that are teaching us how to eat healthy, right? But here's what they miss. They don't teach you how to live in your life. Okay, they don't teach you how to function in life with a balanced relationship with food. It's either you're strict and you have to say no to things and you have to be really careful and you have to be really strict or you're not being successful. So you're either giving up a lot of things or you're completely binging. So today I want to cover three reasons why we, how we can kind of avoid that pull to go back on the diet and what we can do instead to help get started on that weight loss plan or body change goal, whatever that is for you 
in a way that's sustainable, that's lasting, and that doesn't feel so miserable and doesn't end up with this shame episode. So number one, why do we why do diets not serve us? Why do we not want to go back on a diet? And this is going to help you as you see all of these programs coming out in January and you're going to be seeing probably a lot of offers. And so I really want you to take this into consideration of what does this look like to me? How can I find another path, basically? Okay, number one, your relationship with your body is not healed yet. Okay, this is one of the top reasons we want to avoid going on a diet. Because in last week's episode, episode number five, you can go listen to it if you haven't, we have we talked a lot about um, the number one hold back basically to weight loss, and it's because we approach everything out of desperation to get out of our body. So we always typically enter weight loss mode in the place of I'm desperate to get out of my body. I don't like it. I don't feel good in it. I want to change it, and that is the first problem. Okay. The reality is, is that we first must accept the body that we're in, in order to change. So I'm not sitting here and saying, okay, just accept it and be done. No, we need to make peace with the fact that our bodies can be accepted as they are before we move on. Your value doesn't change with the changing of your body. Okay. Your value, what you provide to the world, your worth has absolutely nothing to do with the size of your body. Your body is so, so good. And if you don't have a practice in place to care for it, you're just going to go back to shaming it and change it once you mess up on your diet. It's just interesting because our body always seems to get that brunt of the frustration, right? It's always, I just got to get out of this body. I don't love this body. So make sure if you want to go back to episode five, make sure that you have some sort of body freedom practice in place where you're waking up daily and you're sending love, sending gratitude, respect, whatever that word is for you to your body. We cannot shame our body to change, but we can nurture it to change. Okay. Number two, your relationship with food is not yet healed. This is a big reason why a diet is not going to serve you because you're not ready to go off the diet. And that's where we struggle the most. In fact, I want you to take a minute to think about your favorite quote, binge food, the food that you go to, to deal with your emotions and all of that. Some of those foods that you feel are off limits or forbidden, or just like, I shouldn't eat that. What happens when you go on a diet? and you eliminate that food, and then you end up off the diet. It's usually that exact food or foods that you tried to avoid that you end up binging on when life happens, when you get stressed. You go back to the soda, you go back to the sweets, you go back to the salty, whatever it is for you, you go right back to that food and binge. Hey friend, I am so excited to announce I have a free live workshop coming for you called Binge to Balance. 
If you're frustrated with your relationship with food and trying to lose weight but you're sick of dieting, you're always restricting and binging but all you want is balance with your food and you're in a constant mental battle with food, I invite you to join me in this workshop where we are going to talk about the number one reason you are not being successful in your weight loss attempts and the four steps you can take to start making peace with food today. You can find more about it at awomanofwellness.com slash free workshop and sign up there or click on the show notes below and it will take you right there. I cannot wait to see you there. So we have to begin looking at the ways that we interact with food and the role that we want it to play in our life because food is not going away anytime soon. We have to eat to live. Food has to be a functional part of your life. And a lot of us, when we enter the diet cycle, we're not in a functional relationship with food. I would beg to say it's very dysfunctional. We don't know how to listen to and honor our hunger and fullness levels. We don't know how to honor and take care of our emotions without using food to deal with life. We don't have these plans in place to help us create a happy relationship with food. So when we enter the diet and we already have this dysfunctional relationship with food, it immediately goes right back to the dysfunction after the diet. And sometimes likely even before you finish, right? We struggle with eating certain foods, but we we hold on to that willpower, even though we still are frustrated or we don't want to eat that or we really want the chocolate, but we can just do it just a little bit more. And then when I'm off the diet, I can eat it again. I can introduce it back into my diet, but you don't know how to introduce it back, right? And so one of the things that I always ask women when they come and say, I want to go off a certain food, I say, well, do you want to go off of that for the rest of your life? And usually the answer is no. And so we then have a discussion about, well, how can we incorporate that food as a balanced and functional part of your life? Okay, third one. This kind of goes along with what we've been talking about, but you don't know how to apply this diet program that you have jumped on board with to your everyday life. And I want to explain one thing. Diets are designed to keep us coming back for more. That's how they make their money. And it's kind of annoying to hear that, I know. But how many times have you gone back to maybe something like Whole30 or counting carbs or calories or macros because you couldn't function without having those parameters, those rules? You didn't know how to live a life that wasn't about tracking, And this goes back to having that dysfunctional relationship with food. I'm going to guess that you want to live a life that's not full of tracking, not full of weighing your food, that's just comfortable and free around food. So what happens when we enter this weight loss state, and sometimes it's a very extreme weight loss state, it can be good, right? We may see results. But there is no path for after. How do we bring back these foods? How do we live in our lives? 
is it more beneficial for you to try to allow all foods in your life in a balance rather than trying to eliminate them and bringing them back in? So I want to offer a little bit of a different approach today, a different suggestion. If you are the person that doesn't want to live the way of tracking and measuring and weighing your food, which I understand that some people might, and that's okay. Maybe that's an enjoyable lifestyle for some people. And that's fine if that is. But if it's not, I want to introduce you to a different approach. So what is that path? I have four steps for you to get started today because it is absolutely possible. This is what I really want you to know. It is absolutely possible to lose weight without going back on a diet. And I really want to walk you through this process today. And if this is something that you are really interested in, you want to dive deeper into, just know that the doors to my food freedom course are opening on January 12th. And this is the exact program that will help you navigate that healthy relationship with food, your body, and how to get started on that weight loss journey where it's not so restrictive, not so, it ends in happiness. It's successful, it's lasting and all of that. So let's go through this. Four steps to approaching weight loss in a non-diet way. You can pull out your nose or just, have it. I really want you to pay attention to these. Step number one is to identify your extreme tendencies. And this is what I call the binge and restrict cycle. So I want you to ask yourself, where do you go to the extremes when you're trying to lose weight? Do you tend to cut out a lot of food? Maybe you cut out a lot of amount of food. So you stop eating certain meals or snacks, or you cut calories a lot. Maybe you cut out types of food, you get rid of sugar, you get rid of high carb, whatever. Um, Do you exercise to the extremes? Do you go straight to the gym and try to like start five days after doing nothing for so long? Do you try to change your lifestyle overnight? We need to look at these. We need to look at both ends of the extreme spectrum. And the binge extreme is obvious, right? We lose control. We just give up on our diet and we spiral. We're pretty familiar with this one, that it's an extreme, right? This is like, this is, doesn't feel normal. I don't want to be on this end of the binge and restrict cycle. But one thing we don't often consider is how the other side might not feel like an extreme. So we might experience a sense of kind of euphoria here because we're doing it, right? We're following the rules. We're cutting out the calories or whatever. We're um, losing weight. And so we paint this picture that this extreme of cutting out foods, dropping calories, increasing exercise extreme is good. And so we don't see that it's an extreme necessarily. It's like, this is where we should belong. And we consider it good because it's probably working, right? You're losing weight quickly. But what we don't realize is that this extreme, being on this end of the rules and following a very, very like structured and no room for wiggles, no wiggle room, I guess, leads us to swinging all the way back to the other end or the extreme binge. And I want to give you an example 
I think it's a perfect example. We have this theme park near my house and it had this ride. It was a giant pirate ship, I think. And it just swung back and forth. And I'm not really a ride girl, an extreme ride girl. I, I used to love to spin. I can't do it anymore, but um, I don't like the drops. I don't like feeling the feeling of being dropped. So we got on this. I wasn't even thinking twice about it. I didn't even, it didn't look that bad. It was just swinging back and forth, kind of like a pendulum, you know, going back and forth. And I got on and it was just a little tiny swing at first. And then it got to this point of like these huge swings. So you'd get one end and then you'd go all the way to the next end. And I hated it. And I think I may have cried on the ride. I did not like it. And I was like begging to get off the ride. Like, please stop this ride. I'm done. This is not fun. I do not like this. And I like to kind of compare it to our diet ride, <laughs> I guess. Oftentimes I call our diet um, diet tendencies like a roller coaster, but I really want to think about it like this pirate ship where a lot of times we swing really, really far to one end and it just almost sets us up for swinging so hard to the other end. But in order to find that like comfortable middle and maybe you're, you know, a thrill junkie, <laughs> but when we think about our relationship with food, it might be a good place to try to find that balance. And so I really want you to think about your extremes for a minute on both ends. The end of I have I am following rules and I can't, I have no wiggle room and I have to follow this in order to lose weight. And the other end of, I screwed up, I'm going to eat the whole box of brownies or Oreos or whatever and I'm going to try again sometime or I'm going to just sit in shame because I'm so frustrated with doing this over and over again. And I just, I really want you to look at that and, and consider how those extremes serve you. Which leads me to step number two. You've got your extremes. Now we want to visualize a healthy balance. So let's take those extremes, whatever they are for you, and help them find a more middle home. This is where we want to exist in life. So I want to walk you through a couple examples. This is probably a big one that's coming up for you. I want to lose weight, so I'll go on a diet. Okay, great. It's okay that weight loss is your goal. But let's go through the scenario here. I want to lose weight, so I'll go on a diet. Okay, I'm going to buy the next popular diet, whatever it is, whatever's out there right now. And I'm going to be really strict, change everything, buy all of the food, set myself up for, you know, everything being perfect. And it's going to work. It's going to work. It's going to be awesome. I'm going to follow the rules. And so you do for a while. And then you forget to go to the grocery store one day or you didn't plan or someone invites you to a restaurant or it's the holidays or something and you decide to try, oh, I'll just go off of it a little bit or something. And then you just keep going, keep going, keep going. I just, I'm going to eat this. I'm going to eat that. I'm going to eat that. So it could be a slow path or you could be like, have a emotional day or a frustrating day and you grab the ice cream from the fridge and before you know it it's all gone and you've screwed up the diet and you're done and you're just you're done with the diet and you'll get back on it and you're frustrated and you feel a lot of shame and you're angry and all of those things and kind of the same thing with uh, the gym I want to lose weight so I'll join the gym okay great 
Then we decide we want to try to do five days a week, the one hour, because that's what we're supposed to do to lose weight. And we go and we do okay for a little bit. We're kind of just plugging through. We get our favorite show on the TV or something. And then we get sore and we get sore for several days. We're frustrated or we get hurt or we get exhausted. We don't want to wake up anymore earlier and it just fizzles out and we get frustrated again. So I really want you to think about when that drive to lose weight comes up, how can you visualize a healthier balance? Okay, I want to lose weight. So are there some behaviors that I could start to change that will help me lose weight? Maybe I can make sure I'm eating, drinking more water and I can put my shoes on a in front of the door each day and do a 10 minute walk. Or maybe I can try to add a veggie in place of a carb tonight or something. No diet talk, but just looking at, you know, from the scientific standpoint and really that's we really have to kind of look at it from a science standpoint of like we it's okay to be in a calorie deficit for when we are in weight loss we need to be there but it doesn't need to be extreme because extremes don't lead us to success okay number three meet yourself where you're at right now if you've been around here for a hot minute i talk about this a lot okay now that we have a healthy balance visualized it's time to focus on you and this is where the diets kind of struggle we struggle with the diets because we look at an influencer we look at their following we look at their success stories and we compare oh well she did it i can do it or she looks like that i should be able to look like that and maybe even she makes it look easy so we begin following it only to realize that that's not where we're at yet maybe she's been doing that for years and so if you haven't for example if you haven't exercised consistently for a long time five days per week is probably unrealistic right if you struggle with your balance with food what if you started having a simple conversation with yourself such as how could i make this meal a little better today we have to meet ourselves where we are right now and not compare to anyone else and it's all about making that next better choice how can i make this a little better today if it's a five minute walk what about a six minute walk tomorrow or what about a little bit faster tomorrow how can i improve this each day that is going to be huge and that leads me to our last step number four start small in fact start tiny and i want to introduce you to a friend of mine Mm, okay he's not a friend of mine but i like to pretend that because he has some really cool he's a behavior change specialist his name is bj fogg and he works at stanford in the behavior change lab and he has some really cool research on helping people change behaviors long term And so the key that he says (laughs) is to successful behavior change and lasting change. And this is where the weight loss discussion comes in, right? Because you want lasting weight loss. You don't want to lose 10 pounds in a month and then gain it all back plus more. We want consistent weight loss to a point where it stays off and it feels comfortable to live in the life that you're living with the goal that you have. The key to that is to start tiny. 
And I have a podcast episode coming out a little bit later discussing kind of how this works and how to implement it into your life. But for today, I want you to focus on one tiny thing you can change today. Is it just getting in front of the mirror and giving yourself a um, positive affirmation because you struggle so much with body shame and body frustration? Is it, some, is it something little like that or adding more water? Is it going to the gym and just five minutes, whatever it is for you? And I know what you're probably thinking. I want to lose weight now. One tiny step will literally take me years. I get it. I know it feels overwhelming. But here's what I want you to do. I want to have a little heart to heart. I want you to consider the number of years you have worked toward losing weight and making changes. How many years has it been of going on and off diets? I'm guessing it's been a lot. So that hasn't worked either. And I'm jumping in and saying, here's another option, an option that works long-term. Because really, I, one of my goals with my clients, I always say this, is I look forward to the day when they say, I don't need you because I have the tools that I need to be successful. And I've been consistent with it long enough that I have, am absolutely capable of achieving my goals. That means more to me than anything. A breakup is a positive thing in my eyes, in my business, I guess. <laughs> so here's what I want you to know. What got you here won't get you there. Getting in and out of the diet cycle will not get you to the weight loss that you want long-term. And I want to share a couple examples of big outcomes that came because of tiny changes. So you're, maybe you're sitting here going, okay, well, maybe I'm like a little bit on board, but I'm still not quite sure. So I wanted to give an example that BJ Fogg's, Fogg gives in his book called Tiny Habits. And he had a really hard time flossing his teeth. And so he was trying to figure out how he could apply what he was teaching to others in his flossing teeth realm, I guess. And he decided that he's got to start tiny. So what he did is he flossed one tooth every day. Every time he brushed his teeth or in the evening or something, he flossed his one tooth. And he did it consistently for a while. And guess what? Now he flosses all of his teeth all the time. And it's not even a thing because he started small and he imp he kept increasing in tiny increments. There's another story, and I don't have the source for this, but a man who wanted to get healthy and wanted to exercise and wanted to join a gym, but he had the hardest time getting going and he just, he never was successful. So he decided that he would drive to the gym every day. And he started just by driving and sitting there for a minute and he started there. And then eventually he started and he went inside the gym and he went inside and he did one exercise and he left. And I know it sounds like, what? Is this real life? Yes. And eventually he did a couple more exercises and now he has a full blown gym routine and he's happy and he enjoys it. I want to tell you another one, another non-health one, because I think it's really helpful. 
sometimes in the business world or, you know, like in the financial world or whatever, we see people um, succeed overnight sometimes. You'll, you'll see stories of people that are like, I went viral or I, I did this or that or like things change overnight for me. And sometimes that feels kind of like the weight loss cycle, the diet cycle where it's like, yeah, I lost 10 pounds in five weeks. And so we get really excited, like, yeah, that can be my thing. That can be my thing. And then we work toward it and it's not our thing. It doesn't work for us in some, for some way, for some reason. So I wanted to share a story of a woman who worked in her business to grow her business every single day. She didn't have overnight success, but every day she showed up for her audience. She showed up to serve And she didn't give up. She did something small every day to help build her business, to help create security for her family. And she didn't stop showing up. She did something little every day. She reached out to one person. She went on a podcast. I don't even know. (laughs) But basically, she every single day and didn't give up. And guess what happened? Her business grew and grew and grew and it became successful and it became lasting and and she showed up every single day for it and this is exactly what i want you guys to visualize in your own sphere in your own wellness journey if you're feeling the pull to begin another weight loss program i want you to know i honor those feelings and and i want you to honor those feelings because they're strong It's okay to feel those feelings. But then I want you to think about if you don't have a strong foundation with your body and with food, you're going to be adding to that statistic that 95% of dieters end up gaining the weight back. So what if we tried a different way? What if we followed those four steps, which I walked you through earlier, and you tried And you showed up day in and day out. If you do that, I'm confident that your path can be a happy, healthy, and lasting one. I have absolutely no doubts. Because I've seen it work in women's lives. So, if this is something that you want to work on, you feel the pull to not go back on the January New Year's resolution diets, but you want to take this path. You want to figure out how to have that happy relationship with food and your body that you're looking for. I'm going to invite you to join me for my free popular, it's a fan favorite. I don't know if I like that word fan favorite, but it's, it's a favorite. My binge to balance workshop. I'm hosting it on Tuesday, January 12th. Come join me and you're going to learn exactly how to take your relationship with food and your relationship with your body from the extremes to that happy balance toward working on the goals that you want. Goals are good. Weight loss can be good. But we have a lot of foundational pieces that we need to put together in order for it to be a happy thing. Thank you so much for being here. I really hope this has helped shift your mindset a bit toward creating some changes that will be a little more long-lasting, 
a little happier and more successful. I will be back for another episode next week. Okay, my friend, if you love the Woman of Wellness podcast, did you know that one of the biggest ways you can say thank you is by hitting that subscribe button and leaving a review? This helps the women that need this message have more of a chance of seeing it. And if these messages speak to you, why not share the love? I genuinely care what you think of this podcast. If this particular episode resonated with you, just copy the link and send it to a friend or share it on social media. Make sure to tag me at a woman of wellness and I will be sure to send my love right back. And while you're at it, just come hang out with me on Instagram. I share lots more support over there as well. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for being here. I absolutely mean it.